Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. Hello! Another month has flown by and already it's November. When I was younger, November meant just one thing, and that was bonfire night. We look forward so much to the 5th of November and lighting up the sky with fireworks we'd bought from the corner shop. But you too can now enjoy this November excitement in the classroom by using the Firewords Starter, complete with sound effects. It's very popular, it's attracted lots of comments and uh, the pupils seem to find it great fun finding the costs of the fire words, so give that a try. But the important thing is to let you know this month's puzzle. Something to think about while you're driving or jogging or swimming. Um, And this puzzle, it captured my interest this month. It's a, a twist on the old classic. You may have heard the one about the explorer who is chased by a bear for one kilometre in a southerly direction. Then he turns and is chased one kilometre due east. And then finally one kilometre north. And at the end of all this, the explorer realises that he's exactly back where he started. And the question is, what colour was the bear? Well, the answer to this, plus the uh, twist that has captured my interest, uh, I'll reveal at the end of this podcast. Another thing I found uh, interesting this uh, this last month was the first edition of the BBC's Newsnight programme with its uh, new presenter, Evan Davis. He interviewed British Prime Minister David Cameron and asked him whether we should be teaching metric or imperial units of measures in school. Have a listen to what he had to say. Children at school, should they primarily be taught when they're doing weights? Primarily be taught about kilograms <laughs> or taught about pounds and ounces and stone? Um, I think I'd still go for, for pounds and ounces. Would you? Yes, I do. Okay. And then after that, uh, a few uh, weeks after that, I heard this uh, very interesting uh, item on the Danny Baker show. Danny Baker, very clever man. And uh, have, a, have a listen to this. Big issues, ...including measuring stuff. And here's mm. Steve to tell us about that. Steve, what have you got? Uh, yeah, I'm actually measurement man. Um, what does that mean? What does that mean? Sounds like... All, a... these, all the old ancient um, measurements, such as a cubit, mm. 18 mm. inches, elbow to forearm, they all apply to me. Do they? Uh, now, uh, uh, yep. uh, what, what about a chain? How's that going? Because you don't hear about uh, chains so much anymore. Uh, no, you... that's 22 yards, which is, is a, uh, the, tenth, the tenth of an eighth of a mile. No, uh, also a tenth what, of a furlong. What is your bona fides in all this? Because you're very well coming on here spouting figures, but we know most people never get over Radio 4. They'd give you a pass. They don't care. They've got, <laughs> here's an expert, they say, and they let you through. Mm. How comes you mm. know this stuff? What is your, what's your expertise? It goes back to when I was a milk tanker driver. Mm. Um, and we used to um, fill the tankers right up in the back, but not right up full in the front. Mm. We used to have to leave them slightly less than full because they would be overweight if they were full right up. And 
What do you mean, what do you mean, over, what do you mean, over, what do you mean overweight? Who's weighing well, well, you? Oh, the, there was, when, when you go and weigh a tanker in, you have to go on a weigh bridge, and at the time, 32 tons, and then it went up to 38, and it's now about 44 tons. I, I've never but, seen... I've, only in America have I seen a weigh bridge. I didn't know we had them here. Oh, oh, God, yeah, we used to go on them several times a day, you know, yeah. so you drive your tanker on, you have to wait for it to stop slopping about for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and, um, and that's another story, trying really? to drive it, when you, with a crash gearbox and the slop factor, and you've got to... Time you're ch changing uh, your gears as you milk slopping backwards and forwards. I'm, in the gonna, I'm gonna ask everybody not to ring in for the rest of the show because, as far as I'm concerned, we can talk about the milk tankers from here <laughs> yeah. till 11 o'clock. So, you, 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 there it is, you're driving around yeah. with uh, uh, you're driving around a, a milk tanker, which I again yeah. I hadn't heard of. When one of those goes down off the coast, oh, seabirds for miles around have to be uh, uh well, you have to have thrown some sugar and some tea, and you've got yourself a good squeezable bird. So, uh, Steve, um, uh, what would we talk about? Well, we're on about measurement, man. Mm. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. instead of using a tape measure, we have this giant stainless steel T-shaped steel ruler. It's about four feet long and mm. it's about two feet across at the top. And you would drop that into the tanker. Wow. So, so when the milk was coming up, because you'd load a, a big tanker from a small one. Mm -hmm. you get the little ones going around the farms, picking up the milk, loading them into big tankers that then went up to London. Because mm -hmm. we drove up to London every morning. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, we only had one of these steel tape measures in the whole yard with mm -hmm. 20 tankers. Mm -hmm. So we would use a tape measure in your pocket. But mm -hmm. rather than that, you know, a bit lazy, if you're climbing up and down on a tanker, I would use my arm. I'd stick my arm oh, in. Oh, this, this is how epidemics get started. <laughs> yeah. you, you'd shove your arm into the yeah. tanker full of milk. And I'm, I'm, I'm 57. I've never used those words in that secret and before in my life. And I used to my now if, the bird, if a bird had pecked into the top. And that little did I know no, someone's no. arm's been in it. You would, you would, uh, just in one second, Steve. One, one Steve. Park, park your tanker right there. I'm just talking to yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Lindsay, you know when you go into the kitchen, and, mm -hmm. and I won't name any names in our family, kids, but um, you know, then the milk's out on the side. You think, well, who's not put the milk back? How long's that been out? Yeah. And you feel it, and even if it's just not quite freezing, well, that's, that's gone, that's off. Just I don't, a little bit It's just gone. Lukewarm. This fella's driving around not only with a tanker full of it, he's, 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 he's burying his arm up to the armpit mm -hmm. every ten seconds. <laughs> so, no, Steve... My, uh, arm wasn't, my arm wasn't in the milk. My arm was in the empty tanker, mm. and as it's filling up... Changed and the as story. It your fingertips, your arm isn't touching the milk, because no. the milk's not reached your fingertips yet. You with me? Oh, OK. So yeah, but so shout, supposing, shout, supposing, shout, whoa, supposing the milk does off. reach your fingertips, supposing the milk well, does reach your yeah. fingertips, then where yeah. are we as a nation? Well, you move your, you move your arm quick before it... The, yeah. So your arm never actually went in the milk. <laughs> you say your name's Steve, I say your name's Botulism Bill. So uh, why are you measurement man? <laughs> anyway, you, I've got the 18-inch cubit, <laughs> which is your elbow to your forearm. It yes, goes it back is. to, I don't know, Roman times. Mm -hmm. And then there's a fathom, six feet. That's oh, brilliant. what my arm span is. Fingertip to fingertip, 72 inches. Is it? And, yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. And my hand, across my hand and across my knuckles, is exactly four inches, the same as for measuring a horse. Yes, it is. They, me, they, they, I, mean, I know thumb, this. Mm -hmm. My thumb across the widest point is exactly one inch. So and, whoa, whoa, your, your thumb at the widest point is an inch. Yeah, cross, if I put my thumb down <laughs> on the ruler, it's bang on an inch. So I, and my hand span <laughs> is nine inches, exactly, which you, is an old measurement called a span. Uh, you know this, um, uh, uh, this um, I think Da Vinci did it, but they used to use it at the opening of World in Action, the famous graphic of a yeah, man yeah. with oh, yeah. his yeah. arms and legs mm -hmm. wide and all yeah. of that. that that's, yeah. that's you, then, that's isn't me. it? That's, that's me, yeah. Well, it's like yeah. the male version of a perfect ten. Bang, yeah. look at that. Yeah. A, a perfect <laughs> ten, Steve. I'm, yeah. nearly, I'm, I'm 52 and I'm still the same weight I was at 18. 
Listen, old friend, this is the BBC. You can't just come on here and ballyhoo your wares. You want to be some kind of superhero. But, Steve, we will keep your na- we will keep your name on file, and should anything ever need verifying, you're the fella, you're the man. He's, he's walking around like some kind of Swiss army knife. Uh, thank you very much indeed. Our friend Steve, he's just about to give us information on that. And our friend Steve in, uh, in Wiltshire, that was something. Yeah. You can find Transom Mathematics at www.transom.org. So, what do you teach? Do you teach a bit of both? Blended is best and all that? Uh, and if so, the Imperial units, just uh, how obscure do you get with the, uh, the sort of the older units that are not in use anymore? Let me know. Let me know. Okay, let's see. Uh, last month on the Transom website, we had updates to the uh, quadratic equations and simultaneous equations online exercises. Um, the interactive word search was given a makeover, and a brand new activity called Polygon Angles was unveiled. The trick or treat, true false activity, attracted hundreds of users for Halloween. And I changed the way that MSDD, that stands for multiply the sum by the difference and then divide by five, checked the answers as they were typed in. Um, We welcome new subscribers this month from uh, the UK, from America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and from the United Arab Emirates. You're all very welcome. And as usual, we received a number of uh, comments and observations this month. Um, On the subject of the broken calculator starter, Mr. Simon Perry from Orley Farm Harrow says, My year four math set managed to work this out in 34 steps. Needless to say, I was pretty impressed as I gave them a target of 40. So well done to uh, all you in year four. That's really very young to be doing these. Um at Orley Farm. After doing the family buses starters, Bavin from Southampton says, excellent starters. Kids have really enjoyed most of the starters. Thank you. So, very thank you, Bavin. After persevering with the Form Make 999 starter, Primary 7 from Meat Hill Primary School Peterhead say, we managed to get six different combinations our star pupils were Patrick and Jamie. We showed good perseverance throughout this challenge. So well done to Primary 7 and particularly Patrick and Jamie. On the subject of the hot estimates starter, 4W from Havergal College say, Our Grade 4 class came up with multiple strategies, one of which was very similar to the older students. We are super smart. Awesome. Well, well done, 4W. And also, um, on hot estimates, that's the starter where you have to estimate the number of chilies in the photograph, a, a comment from an, an old colleague of mine, actually, Mr Winter, who's now teaching down in KL, says that first they divided the photograph up into 60 fourths. Then they counted the number of chilies in, in one of the squares, After that, they used the grid method to work out the answer and found there were 768 chilies. It was great to see that we were only five away from the estimate of the school in Surrey. Thanks for the challenge. 
Well, thanks you for uh, sharing how you, how it went on and what, what your estimate was. On the subject of the MSDD starter that I, I mentioned before, Benjamin from Sydney says, OK, thanks. Anyway, I finished it and the prize was very funny. Well, you'll have to do that starter to see why the prize is very funny. So finally, the answer to the classic puzzle that I um, gave at the beginning of the podcast about the explorer being chased by the bear going south and then east and then north and then ending up back where they started, the answer is white. Because the only place that scenario described could have been carried out is uh, at the North Pole. So the bear must have been a polar bear. But the twist is that it could also have taken place near the South Pole. If the explorer started off a certain distance away from the pole, let's say D kilometers, where D is a little more than one, and ran towards the pole, that's south, for one kilometer, then he ran east for one kilometer, but because he was so close to the pole, his journey was a circle around the pole with circumference of one kilometer. So finally running north for one kilometer would get him back to where he started. So your pupils might be able to calculate then the radius of that circle that has a circumference of one kilometer and then hence work out the value of D. But let's not stop there. What if D was such that after he had run one kilometer due south, the circumference of the easterly circular journey around the pole was only half a kilometer. So he has to run around twice the circle to make up his one kilometer of easterly travel. What would D be then? And of course that can be extended to running around the circle three times to make up one kilometer, four times, etc. And that would produce a sequence of values for D. Hmm, interesting stuff. That's all for this month. Have a good November. Bye. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free, or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber.